Hello once again, Hope family. We are wrapping up our look at peace today, and we will be in John 14 and uh, one verse in chapter 16 as well. We have seen that peace is about control. When we believe and trust that God is in control, we can experience peace. We have a taste of the peace of God now, but we long to see the full reign of Christ so that peace will rule over the earth. We also saw that peace is a choice that we make. Daniel, Rachak, Meshach, and Abednego, they made their choice to trust God and to remain faithful to him from the outset of their troubles. This allowed them to stand firm in their conviction and to remain at peace with the consequences, even when it meant staring death in the face. And we can make that decision as well. We can begin today and every day by staring not at our troubles, but at the one who even the winds and the waves obey, the Prince of Peace. This choice and this perspective shift allow us to tap into the peace we have in the Spirit. This takes us to John 14 and 16, which are a part of a, the final night of Jesus' life as he is with his disciples before he is eventually betrayed, arrested, and then crucified. There's a lot going on in these chapters, and there's plenty to look at and to focus on. But very specifically today, I want to focus on the role of the Holy Spirit in our peace. So let's read uh, from fourteen, chapter 14, verses 25 and 27. And there Jesus says this, these things I have spoken to you while I am still with you, but the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all the things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Jesus speaks of the Spirit who will be sent in his name and then says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Jesus' peace came from the connection and the relationship that he had with the Spirit. And then over in chapter 16, he, verse 7, he says to them, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the Helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. It's interesting because we have probably all thought that we just wish that we could have been alive when Jesus was, or at least that we could have Jesus physically present with us today. But Jesus himself says it is better that he goes so that we can have the Spirit sent to us. We see the way that Jesus lives. We see his complete humility to the will of the Father, the way that he handles difficult questions and situations with like a Zen-like calm. And even his moments of anger or stress are measured by comparison to our own. Jesus knows what he is about to face. And in the face of this, ultimately he prays, not my will, but yours be done. This peace is enviable and if I'm honest, it often feels incredibly out of reach. Yet Jesus said that the Spirit will be sent in his name. This is the peace that he gives to us. He says that it is better for him to go so that we can receive the Spirit. We have the same Spirit of peace in us that guided Jesus as he walked, that ministered to Jesus as he was tempted by the adversary in the wilderness. This Spirit works in us, groans on our behalf when we don't have words to pray. 
This spirit is available to us when we feel like the weights and stresses of life are too much. When we are tempted by the adversary, we can respond knowing that what the enemy has to offer us is ours already because we are heirs with Christ and his spirit of peace abides in us. We can live at peace just as Jesus did. It is his peace that he gives to us and he doesn't give as the world does. There are no strings attached. There is no price or requirement. There is no threat of repossession. We have been given the spirit of peace. Jesus, we thank you. We thank you in faith that we don't have you physically present with us. We trust your words this morning, today, that it is better that you have left. Because now we have your spirit alive in us. The same spirit that led you that gave you a peace, that peace has now been passed on to us. And so, Lord, I pray that we would no longer ignore the Spirit who is in us, but that we would learn to hear the Spirit's voice, that we would learn to trust what the Spirit says to us, that we would be able to live at peace the way that you did, and that in the midst of a chaotic world, one that doesn't seem to be getting less chaotic, but only more so by the day, if not the hour, that we would be presence of peace in this world. The world that is longing for control, they're fighting for a peace that they will never get, that they would see in your church a peace that is available to them, not as the world gives, but as you give freely and to all. May we be that example to this world. It's in your name that we pray. Amen.